Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yo, we got a legend in the building, Irv Gotti. Hey! <laughs> Tales, July 2nd. <laughs> we were just talking before the show that Irv has uh, mastered promo because our team was down at the BET Awards and said that every other word out your mouth was Tales, July 2nd. You know, when you work so hard, Jason, Melissa, when you work so hard, like... Going back to when I just thought of Tales, mm -hmm. which was like, say, seven, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, and you work so hard to get the show sold, which is not easy. Anyone who knows, it is not easy to get a show on television. You can have everything. and Especially they was, a scripted show. Yeah, yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. You know, reality is something different, but scripted, you got to get network approval and network this and network. It's very hard. So when you finally make it and you get the show on, and now this is the second season... And I got Kanye West, you know what I'm saying, with a brand new record with featuring Charlie Wilson. Coming and on this season? Coming yeah. on this July it's 2nd. July. <laughs> July 2nd, Kanye West. If you want to hear the record, the only way to hear the record, his new record produced by me and Seven, is if you tune in. How did you get Kanye West? Because he had a, he had a burnout year. It's been a rough year for Kanye. To get Kanye listen, now to come back and to be E.T.? Listen. <laughs> almost two years it took me. Damn. And and anyone who's ever worked with Kanye knows it's not done until that signature and is done. Yeah. Because he will swerve. Yes. Right? <laughs> Legendary. Mm -hmm. Right? So I, I, I busted my ass, man. And and you know, Kanye is a good friend of mine. And I gotta I gotta really say thank you to him uh for, for giving me the record. Mm -hmm. And because he gave me the record, it's like it turned my tails thing into a huge thing. Mm -hmm. It's it's now going to be seen on BT as well as MTV, mm -hmm. July second, and it's going to be seen across the globe, across the world, on every Viacom network. Is it in because the planet of the song? Earth. Because of the song? Well, yeah. I mean, if if I would have had a regular song, I don't think Bob Backish, the the chairman of Viacom, does that. Mm -hmm. But because I have Kanye, I was like, yo. I kind of worked my mojo. I said, yo, if I get Kanye, man, we can't be regular. We can't do it regular <laughs> or whatever. And he actually, Bob Backish, who's like one of my close friends now, he was like, if you get Kanye, we'll do a global thing. And he has the power to push that button and I push often, that button. I oftentimes say that Jason is the most determined driven individual that I've ever met and I'll take it back. No, I see and no, that I know, too. But I take it back now. You actually are. Because <laughs> no. I've known, me and Irv go so, so far back. Yes, yes. Um, and I mean, you just, you haven't changed, darling. Yes. <laughs> I love it though. I mean, I'm, Your energy I'm, is infectious. Yes. You know, like everybody, and you just, you just, you're just so You know, dope. but it's again, yeah. again, thank you, Melissa. But again, when you work so hard mm. for something, you damn right. Like, I'm going hard, man. Like, Nobody gonna believe in you more than you. Exactly. Yeah, but I'm gonna say Tails came out the gate swinging because the came first the, the first episode was "Fuck the Police." Yes, and with which Chet I Hanks, directed. Which oh, uh, but everybody knows about your directorial prowess. But and, that and, and you we know, had, we had I Chet was here. proud of that. No. We, had, we, we had, had Chet here on the show. We had Chet here, oh. and I mean, I was. I have not forgotten the episode. I still think yeah. about it constantly because I loved the spin that you guys. Chet was great. Put. Chet was awesome. Did you when when the three sixty with the yes, gun, the bang yes, bang bang yes, bang bang? Yes. He had a Chet was so dope. Mm -hmm. He had a few moments where as a director you come give your actors and actresses notes. Yeah. So I would come give him notes, but he was the character. Yeah. And I would come on and I'm like, oh, and then I would leave because I said I'm just gonna fuck it up. Uh -huh. Because all I gotta do is say action, because he is the he embodied character. It. Chet was in Chet was kind of in danger of his uh, persona becoming bigger than his talent, right? And I think that that episode stopped everybody in their tracks. Like, they, they, like they this really is Tom Hanks' son, son you yeah. know, he comes Which from is a acting lot of royalty. Yeah, of course. Because Tom Hanks is one of my favorites. You know that. Yeah. I told him with Tom Hanks when Tom Hanks made this movie Road to Perdition, mm -hmm. which is a great father son, but mm -hmm. he plays a gangster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When he played the gangster, like, you know, we all know Wilson. Yeah. Like all of, but <laughs> I know dumb. this guy's whole career from Bosom Buddies mm -hmm. when he was on TV. Mm -hmm. Like, this guy is one of our, this generation's greatest, greatest actors. National treasure. So, Chet, I'm like, man, you got, got shoes to fill. But Chet is so 
with the hip hop coach and everything, he played that role in Fuck the Police. It was made for him. Yeah, it was. It was. He he's already tatted out. We just put in one fake tat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he was already he was already like in tune with the culture and in tune with being that role, even though he's Chet Hanks and Tom Hanks' son, mm -hmm. but from the projects and being hood. And that's yeah. why we brought him here. I mean, we didn't bring him here because he was uh, Tom Hanks' son. I mean, him being on that show, him really standing out and doing yeah. his own yeah. thing and he standing stood out. Yeah. How do you find talent like that? Like where you find somebody who doesn't have the biggest name. I have a great I have great cast and directors. I got a shout out Leah Butler, mm -hmm. who's like Lee Daniels. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. And she she casts for Tales. Oh, okay. And we we just I love having talks. Sometimes we fight and argue <laughs> about the differences of a character. And mm -hmm. she's like, you bugging or whatever like that. And I'm like, fuck that, you bugging or whatever <laughs> like that. And for this particular role, she she helped me cast both Matthew Nasca, who played... Matthew Nasca is like, yo, I want the next Brad Pitt. Mm. I said, I oh, wanna... I remember. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's handsome. He's very handsome. So he, she called me. Very. And the funny thing with that role, she was like, Irv... Do I got a motherfucker, right? <laughs> I can curse, right? Yeah. Of course. Okay, Say so whatever she, was you like, want. she was like, Herb boy, do I got a motherfucker? And I was like, yeah, you got him? She's like, it's, she said, yeah, but I got good news and bad news. <laughs> she said, the good news is this motherfucker is handsome and he has it. Mm -hmm. When he walks into a room, she said, there's no denying how handsome this guy is. Mm -hmm. So the Brad Pitt look-wise, he got it. Yeah. She said, the bad news, he's never acted before in his life. Oh sh well, you know what? He was he was the furthest thing from terrible. You couldn't tell that. No, you could not I, tell I it was had, his first just, acting I job. I just had my first acting job. I played myself. I did it better than anybody Irv, could. Or <laughs> this is the pitch right here. Oh this no, is the I pitch mean, right since, here. Act, since you brought it up, <laughs> I text Dana. I text Latifah. I said, "Bitch, I'm out here now." I'm an actor. <laughs> but no, it's it's interesting because you know, I mean, oftentimes people that don't have all these credits are overlooked, and mm -hmm. then to get into a major project that has this yeah. look, you mm -hmm. know, that's really what gives some people the fuel to just keep and keep going you know yeah, yeah. what was good with matthew is that when i spoke to him he was the character too mm -hmm. he was exactly a cool white boy and just cool and you know played ball he listens to hip-hop and he was just cool so how i directed him was like yo just be yourself mm -hmm. a lot of people don't yourself. a lot of people don't know you know or don't realize that you you know have a strong directorial background from yeah. doing videos from doing music videos yeah. back in the days would you so let me i've always Did wanted he ever direct you no he has not i well, have never oh, stood never in front of this you? motherfucker's camera yeah, so i was she, about to take she, that and, up and, with and, him in all honesty though <laughs> like it was before i started doing it kind of was directed and mm -hmm. she was in like i was i was taking the exit ramp at that point and no, becoming like a every television catastrophic <laughs> She was like was, the first like major mm -hmm. video person that everyone knew who she was, just like they knew the artist. So by the time I started directing videos, because I was on all of the sets with mm -hmm. Hype, because Hype mm -hmm. is my brother. Mm -hmm. But by the time that I I start doing it, it was like I'd started to do. She's doing other host, things. hosting with yeah. BET and ESPN she, and that sort she, of thing. She so. was, she was like on the next wave. I keep but, trying to tell her she needs to. Do, she needs to pop up in something hot right now. Kind of like tails. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, well, tails could happen. Tails for sure. But I mean, like, if I mean, he I just, wants me to do like a Drake or a Kanye or a, just you know, she, I, I know, but he's, he's kind of that would be hot. Just to yeah. come back and kill just one more. Just time. a huge one, huge video and show like. Wow! One more time. I would not. I wouldn't I turn it. I, agree. I wouldn't turn it down. I, I wouldn't turn it down. But I always did want to ask you if Hype Williams was the source of your inspiration because your videos, yeah, your, yeah, your videos totally mirrored that whole cinematic. You Listen, know. unlike every other director who's mm -hmm. bit and stole from Hype, who worked for Hype, <laughs> yeah. and basically a Hype Junior, I will I, give it up. <laughs> I will say I yes. Know exactly I, who he's talking I'm, about. It's a lot. I I know. You know what I'm saying. Most directors was working for hype as a PA or as as a AD or something, and they we we all borrow from hype. Mm -hmm. The only ones that didn't really borrow from hype that I said was stood apart was like Brian Barber, mm -hmm. who directed Moonlight in mm -hmm. season two of Tales, mm -hmm. July second, and then uh, <laughs> and Paul Hunter. Yeah. They had their own like vibe. Most yeah. everyone else, 
we are descendants of hype. So most everything that I do in video-wise, it was like, what would hype do? Yeah. I just, it would be like, what would hype do? Yeah. But I'll tell you this, doing this and directing scripts and, and telling storylines and things of that nature is different. Why? You have to tell a story. Yeah. So, I mean, but you're, but the videos, they told the story. You, yeah. There was some acting, you know. But, my, my videos, I always try to incorporate yeah. a story yeah. from Goodfellas to yeah. Grease with Mesmerize. I'm fucking crazy and did Grease. You, you know did. What I'm you did. But, you know, it's different. Right. Telling the story on TV and everything with videos, you know, it's a lot of edits and it's moving. With videos, that's how it is. With television, you can let it breathe. Mm-hmm. I also, I got my first movie, my first movie deal. When, just recently? Yeah, my guy Val Backish, he, okay. he plugged me with Paramount. Okay. And uh, I got my first movie deal where I'm going to direct and produce. And it's the story of a rapper who sells his soul to the devil. Is it based Wait, on a truth? Is that 50 Cent? <laughs> is that 50 Cent or who are we talking about? I mean, you know what it is though? I'm going to take the analogies in hip-hop mm-hmm. like one of the things in hip-hop is if a rapper has you know his down-ass chick his girlfriend mm. as soon as when he becomes a star that's damaged like and i could attest when to he that. becomes a star yeah i could even attest to that me and deb was married why is it because now you have all these options and you're yeah, out there yeah you're fucking yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> well why do you think most rappers why do you think most why do you think most rappers won't just own it, though? Because, I mean, I kind of feel like... I own it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they probably still with their girl. Their girl. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they live in that double life. So one of the things I wanted to touch on in the movie is I want to place the blame on the devil. And it's the uh, devil that's... But what's the devil? Well, no, the, the actual devil or the, the devil. industry devil or no, money the devil? The actual devil. The devil's temptation. Selling the soul to mm-hmm. the devil. And then when he sells the soul, the devil is going to want to try and separate him from everything good. Mm. So if the wife Family, is good, wife. It's, but the side chick is going to be so entertaining, right? <laughs> because the side chick is going to be every man's dream. Like every man's dream. In physical form or in just... In the physical form. Okay. Going to meet her at the strip club because that's, that's where, where rappers her. go. We well, just mm-hmm. saw Black China in the hallway. So, I mean, maybe you can cast I, her. I spoke to her about... Because I'm also doing a spinoff. If you guys watched the first season mm-hmm. of Tales, I did Trap Queens, which was mm-hmm. one of our highest viewed mm-hmm. uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. We did like a million two. So, all the, all the money must be in TV and film if you're... Because you're known for... No, it's mo- good. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. Is it the back end that's good? <laughs> it's everything is good. Okay. So are you not as inclined to go back to music? No, I'm gonna go back. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go back to music just because I love it. Because and all I the always, projects you're this, doing, you could also do soundtracks and music in and scoring oh, and all doing that. All of that. So, okay. I do all of the scoring and thing for tales. So I'm, I set myself up with the movie I'm gonna do. I'm doing all of the music. Me and my man Ching Santana, mm-hmm. we do everything. Oh, that must be fun. It I've always fun. wanted to score something. Oh, it is fun when you sit there and look at it and gotta find the right music, the right, the right sound. sound. Yeah. Like, so understand, it's not just us making beats. Yeah. We're sitting there and... Okay. Yeah, you're setting the mood. When you're you moving, watch you're brothers, moving poop, people's emotions. You're going you know, with you know the emotion of the scene. You know what I love about him, though? Just your intensity and in what you do. You've he, always, even from before... Level 10, always. Even like me, oh, yeah, I'm on yeah. a fucking 10, especially when it comes to my shit. Because I always try to tell people, you know, yeah, Hollywood Unlocked has the T and all that. That's the news. That's the mm-hmm. news that drives the engagement. Yeah. But now that we've, like, created our world, now mm-hmm. we're exp- expanding into events. Now we're expanding into radio. Right. Now we're right. expanding into digital content. That's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. Where does the intensity come from is it just that you're passionate about it i would do this for free damn yeah i won't yeah <laughs> right but he, I loves, won't. But he loves it no, that much. I gonna lie. You just but like, i would actually yeah make music tv films i i love it yeah. I was you sure. know when you're on set for mm-hmm. sometimes videos is 20 hours yeah. or whatever so mm-hmm. if you don't love what you do you and you're not gonna survive yeah. i always try to tell people when they post on facebook oh i can't wait till the weekend it's just like find another job that you enjoy every day because i don't have a fucking <laughs> yo, weekend yo, yeah. speaking to that i posted <laughs> on my instagram one time and it was sunday and i i'm like it's crazy because i work on saturdays and so i don't <laughs> stop right i gotta wait for people to get to monday he's, right. he's hella entertaining on instagram and in, when, <laughs> when he writes it's exactly how he talks right. like i hear his voice in ah, his ah. instagram post so i recently i recently ran into you in new york at the anthony joshua fight weren't you there 
That was my brother, probably. Was it? Do you guys look exactly alike? We, we, they we, look we, quite we, a we lot alike. We get mixed up yeah. all the time. Oh, well, I had a conversation with him for part. It was not. It was. It wasn't a long one, but it was like long <laughs> enough to where that nigga fooled me. Yeah, it's crazy. But did you Chris see the fight? Yeah, I seen the Joshua. What did you fight? think about it? <sighs> that the guy called the Ortiz the Butterbean. Yes. <laughs> You know what kills me in the heavyweight division and mm-hmm. everything? Even the big white guy who's... What's this guy? Uh, Klitschko? Tyson Fury. No, Fury. I don't know him. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. He fought uh, the other guy, and they, it was a draw. But he's another guy. When you see these fighters, they're not in shape. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> right. You're going to get your ass whooped. It's not even know that you're going to get your ass whooped. It's like, are you really taking it serious? I can't take you serious if you come in the fucking fight and you got a bigger gut than me. Right. And I'm not in shape. Well, fat guys are definitely winning now. Yeah. Because he, I mean. He put that, he put his head out. Yeah, it was rough. Mm. Yeah, he put his head out and his fucking titties was jiggling and his belly was jiggling. And he but, won. And he won. Yeah. I hope next fight, I hope he just gets in shape. That's all. For sure. Mm. So look. So uh, speaking of in shape. So you're over at BET. Fifty's uh, coming over at BET. Are you guys? Where are you? Where does your relationship stand now? Because you guys, there are, is none. There's no friendship. There'll never be any. Any, and that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you don't think you'll get to a point of success where you both are in? TV we are at a point of success. I'm doing well. He's doing well. But we do not need to talk. We don't need. Like, what am I gonna say to this guy after all of the shit that we've been? I through? mean. <laughs> I, I mean, living in New York when it all was Could I ever to- invite him over to my crib? <laughs> Not to your crib. <laughs> all right. But if I can't, like, I'll never trust him. Yeah. I'll never think. And it, look, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like, everyone needs to get over it and move on. And we could coexist. So question for you, because, I mean, I lived in New York when all of this stuff was, was going down. Like, the drama. Yeah. You're, so what's your current relationship like with Ja? You guys are still... Me and Ja like, is till death. Till death. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. So... I'll be at his funeral before he dies before me. He'll be at mine. He just follows us on black. Instagram. Shout out to him. Ton, tons ja of... Ja is a great guy. Mm. Like, if you know Ja, he's one of the best coolest human beings man mm-hmm. but he's trying to redo that music festival thing are you going to get on that yeah so what yeah no, what that's was, his thing mm-hmm. what was your right? thoughts about the whole fry festival situation i i support ja to the fullest right and you, you weren't going to go to that festival i was were you yeah i was going to support and him what are you kidding me sandwiches the with shit? everybody but listen we didn't know it was it cheese looked, sandwiches no, it looked good and fucking fema tents right. guys <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that the reason why all them rich white people went because it looked no. like holy shit what i love let me tell you Hold on, you been to Coachella? Listen. You got to fucking wear a mask. You been to Burning Man? It's like you're inhaling dust all day. Now here comes a festival on in the Bahamas, in the water. And every yeah. major I supermodel. Want, uh, yeah. With the- Bella Hadid and Kendall Jenner? <laughs> Sign Mark. me the fuck up. Are you kidding me? The promotions and everything was great. They just didn't execute it. <laughs> they should. You know what they should have did? What? Shot the guy. The the guy who's no, in jail now. No. What they should have did was they should have known. When you looked at the, the the things, every every expert was like, "This needed eighteen months." Yeah. Mm-hmm. They tried to pull it off in four, right? <laughs> but what he was supposed to do, Billy, mm-hmm. he was supposed to go, "Yo, we're postponing." We're going to get it right. Mm-hmm. And got, and he should have built and got it right. Mm-hmm. But that guy was probably doing so much wheeling and dealing and Peter paid Paul was. and this like that. He probably took all that money that people fucking paid and paid this one and that one. He's like, nigga, this show can't stop. It must go on. <laughs> what I loved about Ja Rule, though, let me tell you. He was in the Firefest doc all through the marketing of it. Uh-huh. And then when shit started going south, you didn't see Ja Rule no more. Did you he realize that? Gone. Did you know? Uh, he got the listen, fuck out. Yeah. Listen. Ja wasn't there when everything was... He was in Chicago performing. Mm-hmm. And what I like to say was about Ja, he could have took the Kendall Jenner route and mm-hmm. said, yo, I'm fucking a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know about all this technical shit, which mm-hmm. he didn't. Mm-hmm. He found out just how everyone else found out of this guy's fucking what debauchery. Yeah. You understand? He was part of the idea and expanding it to it being something great. But all of the fucked up shit, it wasn't him. And what what you need to know about the guy, he could have easily took the route of, yo, I'm an artist. I didn't know nothing. Mm -hmm. But instead, he was like, yo, I thought of it. And he took some fucking weight. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, don't take the weight. 
when they putting that fucking mic in front of Kendall Jenner, she's like, they paid me to say say that. I ain't got, I don't know nothing about these fucking FEMA tents. I didn't order the she, fucking well, block she, cheese she to the fucking for the fucking the cheese gov- and the government and, cheese. I mean, yeah, I didn't order the government cheese and shit. And Kendall did the same when the whole fucking Pepsi thing went down. Remember when she, she did was, the whole yeah. when they did I'm the just whole black thing. It's not me. Yeah. It's not like they told me to throw the wig at the bitch. Right. Like when, they, they paid me and said do this and. and and everyone believes it because that's exactly what the fuck happened. Right. But when ja Rule, so when ja Rule got out of prison and he was, everybody was celebrating him getting out, and then the whole him and Fifty stuff starts up again. Do you think that's just because it's the beef keeps people's name relevant? Because Ja doesn't really seem to be looking for drama. It always seems to be Fifty him. looking for it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's Fifty. Fifty's whole marketing strategy. Yeah. Is, is, mm. is, Real life question. Do you think everyone really owes him? He's just, he's probably calling <laughs> these guys, yo, I'm going to say you owe me. And they, that shit is most so of the guys weird. is probably scared of him for whatever fucking reason. You don't need to be, trust me, the guy's harmless. What? Okay. Right? So- really? <laughs> harmless. Because I, I always, I always tell Floyd. Unless, no, he's not harmless. He'll, he'll snitch and put you in jail now. But violent? No. No. So, Irv, <laughs> wait, I have to add, no, okay, hold on. I'm, I'm, my spirit animal is sitting less than five feet away. I, 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 see, I know, okay? I know. This because is... I feel like people in this industry are so tight-lipped about just saying what the fuck needs to be said. I feel like Not honesty saves us all time. Mm-hmm. Where That's do you... why I don't do many interviews, because the people close to me... <laughs> they just call you up. What the fuck? No, because I tell the truth. Mm-hmm. It's very uncommon mm. when you're sitting with an interview and mm-hmm. you ask someone a question and he just says Blood the truth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But why? Where does that, where does that fit? Because I have a fear. I have no fear of anything. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is that going to do to me? Any, no, anybody. Not even the, the, phys- not even the physical part. Just in the industry, in, in your own business, you're successful enough to be able to say, I can say what I want. It's not going to stop a bag. I'm going to just keep saying. I'm, you know, well, mo- that's freedom. I, I feel like a lot of people don't have that I freedom. mean, sometimes it even stops a bag. When I did... The Breakfast Club, I leaked that it was Kanye that had the thing that got me in a lot of fucking hot water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but on the back end, it so is. So I even a- say shit to my detriment. <laughs> but, on, but, but in the back end, because July 2nd, it still works for you. Yeah. July 2nd, Tales, Brothers, <laughs> Kanye. I'm super excited about that. Okay, so. Directed by Gotti. Here's what, here's what a, a lot of people probably don't know, especially young people these right. days. Right. Why do you think? That fifty made it his, like his 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 focus, right. unwavering okay. focus to make Ja Rule the just. There's a lot of conspiracy theories, and okay. I'll go through them. But I want to first make a disclaimer. Okay. So if y'all post anything, please put the dis, this this. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Okay, we will. They're asking me questions about fifty. <laughs> okay. I do not want to talk about fifty. Okay. I want to talk about Tales, Tales July 2nd, <laughs> Brothers, Kanye West. Directed but, by Gotti. Directed by Gotti. Okay. But since they're asking me questions, <laughs> I'm going to answer it. Just for history. So I, I just don't, I don't want, like, he'll see the, all these niggas talking and all his fans, you always talk about 50. I don't want to talk about this nigga. Okay. Okay? Disclaimer but, said. But can, I, can I add to the disclaimer? Shit, can, I, can I add to this disclaimer? Yes. When they said Irv Gotti was coming on the show, I said, I have to pack a couple questions in here that get them going. Because you answer every, you just say whatever you think. It's a couple conspiracy theories on why. He would like to say that Ja didn't shake my hand because I was with the guy who robbed him for his chain. Okay. I remember hearing that. Okay. Now, if we go into that, just that thought. Yeah. That's petty. You're mad at us because we didn't shake your hand? Yeah. You know, I remember Snoop one time and he said, you know, someone was trying to diss him and he had the greatest reply. He said, Man, I don't know, I ain't probably signed this nigga hat or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it was I was like, that was the best answer in the world. He's like, this nigga mad at me, I probably didn't sign this nigga's hat. Right. So the whole beef, which that's what he says the beef is about, mm-hmm. is completely like illogical. Stupid. Mm-hmm. We didn't shake your hand, dog. Mm-hmm. So you was thinking about us that much. Okay. okay. So that's I get it. That's one theory. One theory. Mm-hmm. The next theory is like a Hollis Southside thing. You know, he's from Southside. We Hollis niggas, and that's like the Hatfield Southside McCoys. Queens, Queens, Queens. 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 It's like the Hatfield McCoys. Mm-hmm. Then another conspiracy theory is that Preen was fucking with us, and he probably wished a nigga like Preen was fucking with Is that with Preen him. that passed away, right? No, Supreme's in jail doing mm-hmm. double life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out, my nigga. Yeah. What's up? You know Can what I'm saying? Agree. So 
I know, that could okay. be the conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The other conspiracy theory that I really believe is, why not come at us? We was on top of the world. <laughs> I'm going to come at them. Touche. Watch this. I'm going to come at them. Then I'm going to take his style. <laughs> God damn this nigga. God damn this nigga Jaws good. I'm going to steal his shit. When you look at 50, well, 21 questions and put it on me, guys, it, it's the same video. Like, so not only, so then he's going to say, wow, I wouldn't even want to be like Ja. This nigga's a wankster. He's singing. He's doing all this shit. And then this nigga just took the whole shit. It was like Masterpiece Theater. You understand? <laughs> so, so it's the- like Masterpiece Theater of what he did. And then, you know, he had Eminem and Dre. Mm-hmm. So, so, did, so did- Eminem's fan base mm-hmm. immediately went to 50. Mm-hmm. And then he got doom, 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 doom. And when I heard that record, I was like, fuck, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, wait. Shit, we got a fucking problem. But hey, let's fast forward today. Mm-hmm. People like to say, oh, he killed your career. No, he didn't. Look at the history. After he did what he did, we dropped, what, two, three albums, all multi-platinum, Ashanti, platinum, mm-hmm. multi-platinum, whatever. We ain't stop shit, nigga. The government really slowed us down because they stopped giving me a dollar, Mm. right? And then, okay, let's look at his career. This nigga, (laughs) this last record, this nigga was making records with like all types of pop niggas, man. (laughs) Like and and with me and with with me, just pull it up. All Mm. his last records, like, is with like what's the guy from fucking uh, Maroon Five? Andrew Adam. Adam, Adam Levine. Levine. I don't know these motherfuckers. <laughs> Adam Levine. He did something with like Christina Aguilera. And I'm like, dog, all records went pop, but we wasn't making pop records. We made black music that mm-hmm. went pop. People used to say Irv is like the new Barry Gordy because that's what Barry did. He mm-hmm. made black music that crossed. Mm-hmm. Like we never made no, I'm really ain't pop, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that ain't a pop record. Mm-hmm. It just crossed, and it's, it was the biggest record in the world. Why do yeah. Why do you think Ashanti never got the love and respect that she deserved? Because she, I mean, I know there was something on the red carpet once where there was, a, I think, the MTV Awards. J Lo was getting an honor, and she said, "I hope she performs songs that I wrote." And mm. people were like, "Hmm," because she doesn't really come out anywhere and say anything. Like you never hear. I from mean, her. you know, <laughs> that's true. She she wrote. Uh, some verses for Ain't It Funny. I believe Ja wrote the hook and everything, but... What's the relationship like now with Ashanti? I mean, we're, we're moving. I, I have no problems with Ashanti. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to forget the bad stuff in the past and mm-hmm. just move forward because the future looks so bright. And, you know, I'm I'm getting all this money. I, I'm, I'm good, okay. right? But, like, when I hear things like that, it's like... Uh, well, hey, hey, I'm going to say, uh, right, because a lot of uh, Ashanti's writing, right, mm-hmm. which he's a, a phenomenal <clears throat> writer, mm-hmm. but I'm going to take some credit, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be like, I was the dude in the studio telling you what to write and giving you that hip-hop cultured energy that was producing those records. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm real. She referenced the whole record, and... She she was pissed because mm. the record was so dope. She was like, let me keep the record. I said, yo, it's for J-Lo, stop. You know what I'm saying? Let it go. Let it go. And then with Ain't It Funny record. was another. The big record. We took fucking flavor in your head just to fuck with Diddy. Just to he's he's so no so Irv's so antagonistic. No, that's but, what I'm but, saying. But then you that's can't, what the people would but want. But then you can't no, help sure. but love him anyway. Listen, the video. I told J Lo. I told J Lo wear Tango tank top and do the thing. You know the Diddy dance. Wait, but are you? I was like, yo, you gotta wait, do the Diddy you, dance. Are you literally as you're creating thinking of stuff like of that? How to fuck yeah. with people? Absolutely. I love it. He's doing yeah. it. like with. I'm gonna take. I'm taking notes. Like Ja wrote. I'm real. So he did the line, what's the deal with me and so and so? I tell them niggas, mind their business, but they don't hear me though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That like ignited it. So when the record went so fucking big and Tommy's like, I need another hit, I said, 
Fuck it, let's use flavor in your ear. <laughs> let's use flavor in your ear. And my mom, hey, it, it was just so sonically, so gangster, and so right, right? And then so when they heard it, they was like, oh my God. I played it for Puff. <laughs> what did he, he say? What this is a great story. Because he samples like a motherfucker, so he caught no, it. No, this is a great story. So they was like, yo, Puff is at the Four Seasons. He was going to Four Seasons. I jet over there. <laughs> So I see Puff, he's getting out of the car. I'm like, yo, Diddy, Diddy. <laughs> and mind you, I love Diddy. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I played it for him because I have to. He got to clear the sample. Mm-hmm. He owns flavor in your ear. Mm-hmm. We use the master, the publishing. If he says no, we're fucked. So I had to play it for mm-hmm. him. So I said, yo, come on. I said, yo, I got a record. Another record I did with J-Lo. He's looking at me and he can see it. He can see it. Like, got it. What the fuck did you do, right? I said, come on. Get in the car. Get in the car. Gets in the car. It must be the ass. And I'm sitting there looking at him and he sees. He's like, this nigga took my shit. And it's hot. But he's not mad. Boom. And, and you know, it's the ink and Lopez. Nah, ain't. Been a while since you're gonna see it going down. And when it got to the hook, ain't it funny how you want me? Life is crazy. <laughs> Said, you motherfucker and gets out the car. <laughs> Nigga, I get out the car. I said, yo, watch the car. I'm Diddy. Stop. Hold up. And when I stopped, he said, you motherfucker or whatever like that. And I was like, yo, listen, calm down. And I was just like, just take the record. Take 100%. Really? Really? Yeah, he took the 100% of that. <laughs> really? He, sure he did. got paid. And he charged a ridiculous fee. To use it. Wait, but why would you give a hundred percent? It's fucking. We didn't change it or whatever. It's fucking flavor in yeah. Yeah. So the beat side, not okay. the writer's okay, side. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So the beat side, me and Seven, who we produced the record, we got producer royalties, but we didn't really get no pub. So why do you think we don't make music like that anymore? Like I feel like there's no like now it's, it's just not. what's hot for like the yeah. first two weeks and then move on to the next thing. I mean, it's 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 this generation, mm-hmm. and it's like this generation which I love. That's why on Tail season two that premieres on <laughs> July second only on BET, uh, I picked four s- new songs. Mm-hmm. I picked uh, EXO Tall Life. Mm-hmm. I picked Migos Slippery. I picked okay. Cardi B. Okay. And then I picked Triple X Tentacion mm-hmm. Moonlight. Mm-hmm. So I went four new. Four like Ghetto Boys Mind Playing Tricks with Me. Oh, I can't wait to see Not- that. Oh, that one is I crazy. I can't wait to see that. that is it shot crazy. already? It's a horror. Oh. <laughs> Fuck no, it. No, I'll tell you no, the thing. I just got to give it up. Stephanie it's a horror. Scary. Listen, it's a horror. Okay. It's the reverse Get Out. White get dude. Out was white women duping mm. black males. Mm. Mind playing tricks on me is Mo McCray, handsome chocolate black man killing white bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Tune in only on B E T. So when you're in the creative room with your team, are you the one coming up with like these these yeah, controversial topics? Yes, it's him. No, yeah, you can yeah. tell by the energy. Yes, energy. it's him for sure. Yeah, I came up with that concept because I love. I want to ruffle feathers. That's isn't that? No, that's what, what we're here people, for. Yeah, for sure. We're here to entertain and and thing. And you know, I feel like very responsible when you're in the entertainment business. You should try to entertain the best because you know these workers that have rough lives they want to be entertained that's what this business is for take me away for an hour man mm-hmm. do some bugged out shit or whatever and i'm gonna talk yo he killed that bitch yeah he killed her <laughs> okay let me ask he fucking killed her man <laughs> let me let me ask you about the two old but iconic tracks you've got um mm-hmm. you know in this season of tales july 2nd july only 2nd. on b only on b okay <laughs> Okay, so can you give us a little bit of information on MJB's My Life? Well, first off, Mary J. Blige, you know, She's all icon. due respect to Aretha Franklin. Love Aretha. Mm-hmm. All due respect. I talked about Rest Aretha on the show and got in a lot of trouble. No, yes, but listen, did. no, I don't want to say nothing about Aretha Franklin is great, but Mary's my queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I see Mary, I physically get on my knees and bow. Like, yo. I believe that. What did you think about her performance at BET the other she, she Phenomenal. destroyed it. Yeah. She destroyed it. But it's, she. how could she not? The records is just, 
Timeless. Yeah. yeah, she did my life to set up my life. My life. I was waiting for to do the second verse because I know that things will turn out fine. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. Listen, that that record. It's so funny. Look, so, look, I got, I got no, goosebumps. That, right, that yeah. record's one of the few in my sonos that plays in my house every day. No, it that's is, a good record to play. It'll absolutely. get you charged. But that record, when I went to trial, mm-hmm. I listened to that record. Every single day before I went to trial. Mm. And that line, I know that things will turn out fine. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. Ah, okay. The ad lib, I would cry. Really? I would be in the car, that, I would cry. That goes back to all of us that remember Mary from that era. I remember Mary. Like, you, mm. I love that she's happy now. No, but Mary's, Queen, Mary's, Mary's yeah. literally a part of the soundtrack of Everyone's the lives of, sure. of, of, of the hip hop culture. Yeah, like 40, 50 generations. You know what I'm saying? Like, And she's not even that old. It's just like, just in terms of how many people have adopted her as their queen. Mm-hmm. I oh, fuck a nigga but, up for Mary. It's so, like, like. Let me ask Kim you. Dude probably had to stay in the house for, for a minute because niggas probably seen that nigga and tore that nigga up. Just, just I, yo. I heard in the streets Latifah put hands on him. I'm still trying to figure out what that was about. It probably was over Mary. Like niggas, niggas ain't niggas is riding for Mary. Yeah. yeah. If Mary would have came forward and said, "Yo, you see that nigga? Get him. Fuck that nigga. That nigga stay inside." Total. Okay. So listen. Total sidebar um, uh, question. Just because it made me think of it. Rain on me. Did was was my life kind of sort of yes. the musical inspiration Rain for that? On Listen, Ashanti. Ashanti's yeah. named the princess because Mary's the queen, okay. and I wanted to have the younger version of the queen. Like and sonically, there's there's similarities between the two. When I made Ashanti's first album, all I did was carry over from what Puffy and Mary was doing. Okay, mm. okay. Look, and, and I give it up. Like I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Like it was dope. Yeah. It was smart. It was amazing. The other thing, mm-hmm. though, in all honesty, with mm-hmm. Ashanti's first album, which I shouldn't say, but I don't give a fuck, fuck it, right? <laughs> is that I did it from a man's perspective. Uh huh. All of those records was made for me to like. I didn't give a fuck if she liked them. Oh, okay. And then honestly, she didn't really like the three singles. Really? Yeah, because, you know, Foolish, she was like, why you got me singing over Biggie shit? And it was a lot of, I was, um, because... I was a dictator. I was a dictator. <laughs> what? Just do it. Why am I, yo, get out the studio. Lock the door. Lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> she didn't mess. like Happy because she, she felt like I wasn't letting her sing in tune, but I wasn't an R&B dude. So the professionalism that she understood with R&B, I would be like, this shit sound good to me. But mm-hmm. you just knew the business? No, I just I just fucked with my gut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was saying like professional singer things, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck you, get out the studio." Mm-hmm. Is it true? Is it true she came out as a solo artist when Beyonce came out as a solo artist yeah. at the same time? As crazy as this may sound, she came out before Beyonce mm-hmm. and was the biggest. Like we broke the record as a solo artist. Yeah. For a debut solo artist, we did five hundred and three, and. The second album, Chapter Two, in Beyonce's first debut album with Crazy in Love, mm-hmm. she outsold her. She really? outsold Beyonce. Beyonce kicked her ass in the long run. Mm-hmm. But the albums came out like a week or so apart, and we outsold her. Mm. So as crazy as it may sound, Ashanti and Beyonce was like competing for the throne. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. Beyonce is, she's incredible. She's Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's she, Beyonce. She truly is. When you think about <laughs> Beyonce, it's like... She's something out of this world. Yeah. She's she's a transcending artist and everything. And Question for you. Now, this is a real question. So Dion Warwick basically said that everybody... Why you bring her ass No, up? no, because I'm asking Fuck. it... I thought we killed just her off three episodes. Jason, I don't know what she's talking second. about, so let me hear what you're Dionne talking about Dion Warwick. Dionne just Warwick. basically said... Oh, that's right. Everybody needs to stop the icon conversation with when Beyonce. it comes to Beyonce. What do you think about We're that? We're going to stop right after she stops chain smoking. I'm going to say... What do you think makes behalf, an icon? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say on behalf of the whole Beehive Nation... Fuck you, Dion Warwick. Thank you. Okay. We so said we buried her three episodes. Fuck ago. you. Fuck you. Okay, so having been in the industry for some, basically there's no, like 30 there's years. There's no question of Beyonce, please, yo. Irv, please come back what, anytime listen, you what want. Can, what, what can't Beyonce do at the highest level? You know, when we was competing, that's why when Ashanti, she was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to. And that's why she wanted to dance more and everything. Mm-hmm. But I used to say... Yo, you never gonna outdance her. Mm. And yeah, that's that's yeah. why I think I was like, yo, let's hit him with the feeling songs, cause that's <laughs> our strength. Mm-hmm. See my days ago without you. And we're gonna make them songs that they're gonna sing. Rain on 
Mm-hmm. We gonna hit him with the feeling. But you think the problem is that? <laughs> Let's go the Mary route. You can't compete with somebody in what they do. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. Do you think people are too busy looking at other people's races and just find their own lane and run yeah, that? I've race always the best? been. Listen, I've always been find my own lane. I think my greatest accomplishment was Rule Second Album, Rule Three Three Six, because mm-hmm. here I was. Not even all the work you did on Blueprint. No. Blueprint, I ain't doing it. No, Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Reasonable Doubt, doubt, I mean, yeah, Reasonable Doubt. No, my greatest work is 336, and let me explain why. I'm a part of Jay-Z and Rockefeller. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, it's The Rock. I'm I'm a part of that. Yeah, from the beginning. And I helped them reach the pinnacle. Mm -hmm. I'm a part of Double R. I signed DMX, exec his first album with DNY, and had a big fucking hand in X. Becoming X. Mm-hmm. So now the, they're in my way. <laughs> I get a label deal and they're my brother's in my way. Mm-hmm. So 336, every little thing that we do, mm-hmm. do, do, do. X is not making that record. Mm-hmm. Jay is not making that record. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be without you. I only think about you. They're not making those records. Mm-hmm. The murdering sound was created and made out of necessity because my brothers was in my way. Mm-hmm. First album, Ja sold two million. I'm like, fuck that. Jay sold like eight. X sold like seven. I want to sell fucking five. Mm-hmm. But they was they own them lanes. And when you look at what was created with three three six. We carved our own lane mm-hmm. in our niche. The murdering sound was created and developed. And that's why I'll always say that's my most important and best album I've ever been a part of. Because these guys is monsters. Mm-hmm. And they, they get fucking busy. So I can't, you, you're never going to outcool Jay-Z. Nope. Mm-hmm. That nigga is the coolest nigga that has ever been existed. Dreads or not. L- listen, in my first thing, I didn't know about Cristal. Jay put me on. Fact. Nigga, I didn't know about the Iceberg and Versace store. We in Philly and he knew the little store in the back blocks and everything that got the shit. So Jay, like everyone in the world, put us on. Me too. Mm-hmm. The nigga named me. <laughs> I walked out of 560 State Street and niggas said, yo, Gotti, you Gotti. Everyone's calling me Gotti. So this is who's in front of me. And X is the nicest nigga with the mic and the most streetest, authentically street. You're not going to outstreet this nigga. His performance is crazy, too. There's at least His a thousand energies. of us like me mobbing the street. When we starve and we eat, whatever's fair. Come on, stop. You're not. <laughs> He Wait. got that lane sewn. This nigga Hove got this lane sewn. But I carved out my lane. And all three of us for the next four or five years was dropping albums and selling millions. Okay, Tales uh, airs July 2nd. July 2nd. Only. Okay, so wait. So that brings that brings me back to the second monster old school track, X Factor, Lauren Hill. I was so happy. Thank you. Shout out to RZA because he helped get it cleared. Mm-hmm. Lauren is absolutely someone who I love mm-hmm. dearly, yeah. like Mary. Yeah. Like Mary is like royalty. She's my queen. But mm-hmm. like Lauren is like a... Ethereal being, like not even human. Well, and the song shit. they have together is still fire too. She's, mm-hmm. a, she's, a, she's a god <clears throat> yeah. who I, I worship and love both of them. Mm-hmm. So when I got it cleared, I literally went apeshit. I didn't think I was going to get it clear. <laughs> so when they told me and I called RZA because I heard he had mm-hmm. a little piece of it and everything and what gave me inspiration mm-hmm. was Drake. What? Because he cleared it. Oh, okay. Yeah. With his, with his fucking song and he cleared it and mm-hmm. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> Can you clear that? And that's as soon as I and we went for it and she cleared it and thing and thank you L Boogie Miss Hill, I know she likes no, Miss Hill. She that was the only celebrity. <laughs> I think the only celebrity besides uh, Tristan Fuck Ass Thompson. Oh my god, uh, that I don't fuck with. I mean, because she she was the one. I went to shake her hand and she like she doesn't back touch. And said, "Don't touch me." She doesn't and, touch and don't call me Lauren. Call me Miss Hill and walk. Do you want to? Do you want to hear a great story? Yes. yes we would do. you like to hear my great Lauren story yes. that is yes. absolutely true and real? <laughs> yes. So after I did the J Lo records, like producer wise, I'm scorching hot. Mm-hmm. She's on Sony, so they like yo, see if you could work with Lauren. 
They set up a studio session. Mikel, Leah, and Mikel, I love you, Mikel. Mikel was like her manager, handler, or whatever. And she gave me the instructions. When you meet Miss Hill, by no means are you to touch her. Mm-hmm. By no means are you to address her with anything but Miss Hill. But you know me. At this point in my life, <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. I'm a wild man. And I'm, I'm making like the more money. No. Listen, I'm making more money. But I'm like, no. I said, I'm going to do something. And if it works, we're going to make fucking great music. Mm-hmm. Sony, 8 p.m. I'm there with my guy, Little Rob. Mikel keeps hitting me. Okay, she's coming in 30 minutes. Okay, you ready? She's be, she'll be in five minutes. Okay, I'm about to walk Miss Hill in. Remember, no touching, no thing. She comes in the studio. L Boogie, my nigga, and grab her. <laughs> and I Did grab you? and hug her. It was like, yo, I love you, L Boogie. Wait, but you all you knew my- each other. We knew each other from the game. Yeah, we didn't know each other. No, but you didn't know her personally. No, but I'm Irv Gotti. On top of the world. Rich, making money. Money, $100 bills is raining from the sky, and, and he, I don't give a fuck. And <laughs> I wanted her, I wanted to break that, because I didn't want it to be about that. Mm-hmm. So I basically rolled the dice. Mikel is in the door like, ah! <laughs> right? And I'm holding Lauren like this, and I kept hugging her. And I was saying, yo, I love you. I was like, yo, I love you, L Boogie. And on some hip-hop shit, that's L Boogie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just hugging her, and I let her go. And she looked at me and started smiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, Joe, I got her. That was a big gamble. Huge gamble. I went to shake her hand. She was in a cocktail dress. And she fucking, she jumped back and no, snatched her hand. I was like, what no, the fuck listen, I do? No, listen. If you're in a crowded place, she's about that. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So the only chance you got if she was to walk in here and you grab and be like, hey, Miss Hill. She could still wild out, but you'll have better chances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that it was her in this isolated room. Because she tells the world that, to respect mm-hmm. that. Miss mm-hmm. Hill, don't touch me, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I was hugging that motherfucker. I was like, because I love her. Mm-hmm. She made miseducation. Mm-hmm. Everything is, don't, don't, come on, man. Stop. Stop. I love, I love this motherfucker. She sings, she rap her ass off. And she's, and no, she's with the culture. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that Fuji's and, you know, miseducation push culture all the way forward that someone who's rapping and singing could make an album that touches people's fucking hearts like this. Mm-hmm. And 20 years later, it's still... Nothing really matters. Yeah. Her and D'Angelo. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It still are, is are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that song, when you play it to this day, you like, yo, how did they do that? To deliver the soul, to deliver... This is so amazing. So I took my chance mm-hmm. and it worked. To this day, she's like, that's why she probably, she's like, Irv, go ahead. She's like, she got love for me. And Mikel mm-hmm. was like, couldn't believe it. So the ending of that story, so boom, we start working. She, she sung like all of these songs, right? And it was all of these great songs, but they were songs about breaking up with a guy, mm-hmm. right? So they was all like down. So after like the sixth song, I was like, this, and it was dope. Like you could see, like we connected. So after like the sixth song, I said, you know what, Boogie? I'm only going to, I said, you know what? I was like, yo, because I really wanted to produce her. Mm -hmm. I felt I could sell 30 mil with her, Mm -hmm. for real, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, yo, you know, I said, all of those songs was great, and they was. She played them on the guitar, and I was like, but yo, make me smile. Like, could you just make me smile? Everything, like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Funny how situations, like, yo, I I, I want you, if we got 10 songs could you make me smile like two, three times? And then I'm, I'm, I'm going to thug it out with you with all of this other real shit. Mm-hmm. But I said, if you have a whole real shit album like that, I'm like, it's too down. And she said, yo, I just ain't feeling like that. This is how I'm feeling. So I was like, yo, come to a club with me. <laughs> Did she go? Did she go? Let me finish the okay, story. Okay. And she looked at me and she started smiling, laughing. I said, that's what I'm trying to get. I said, just come to a store, come to a club with me. And I said, no one will know it's you. Don't get dressed up and all eyes on me. Put a hat, put a hat on. And I said, I'm gonna bring out 50 of my, my niggas. And you're just gonna be one person in the middle walking. No one will even know you're in there. Once we get to the table, they not, you got your hat down or whatever. If you not all look at me, they're not gonna know. They're gonna be like, oh, it's murder rink in this bitch mm-hmm. with a bunch of, and it was a bunch of niggas. And I said, if anyone says anything, we gonna smash them. Don't worry about it, <laughs> right? But she was like, she said, all right. 
She was like, I'm going to come with you. Mikkel couldn't fucking believe it. Mm -hmm. She couldn't believe it. Because this was after you hugged her today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, she was, me and her, yeah, yeah, I love her. I love, I love Lauren. Like right now, I love her. If I see her, she going to get that energy. I I just, she's somebody who I became friends with, who I just really love. Mary is, I I kneel when I see her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like my queen. Mm -hmm. You understand? Like, again, I will fucking fuck somebody up for Mary. Mm -hmm. Can do, she better not say the word. You understand? <laughs> but the crazy shit. Hmm. Bush got reelected, and remember, it was a funny style votes mm-hmm. against Gore, mm-hmm. and like Gore had one, and they said no, the recount. Yeah. In Florida, yeah, he won, so Bush wins. Yeah. And she called me, and she was like, "I can't go out. I have to," and that just that changed her whole zone and she was on her political zone mm-hmm. and how the world is fucked up and I was like fuck and then after that it was just like it never well that's how everybody felt on November 8th 2016 right. that was when you know what's his face got the Cheeto got in the you know White so, House so when you look at like ra- when you look at what's happening today the pussy grabber <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? Sure. How does, the, wait, wait, how does, go, wait, how does wait, he wait. confess to be a known pussy grabber and he doesn't get in any trouble? Because he's white, rich, and powerful. Yeah, but he's the president. Yeah, like but that this guy does. This guy says and does whatever the he he said it. He just oh, if you want to just go grab a pussy. Trust me, they like it. He just that, like where's me too? Where's the me too movement on this listen, motherfucking? I did a, I did a video. I did a video on Hollywood Unlocked today where Meg Thee Stallion now she's under fire because an old tweet popped up where she had called somebody a faggot online mm-hmm. or whatever back in 2011. Mm-hmm. We live in an overly sensitized world now where I get in trouble for saying things that everybody's thinking, but we all think it, but we can't say it, so I don't give a fuck. But I say that... You don't, you don't play with the gay but, mafia, but I, though. No, not at all. But one thing I will say is that I feel like Instagram and what you can say and what you can't say is based on who people like. Mm-hmm. He was really popular as a reality star, mm-hmm. and he's white, rich, and privilege mm-hmm. and she's black you know coming from the hood and on the rise and she's mm-hmm. under fire and for for saying the faggot word but he's not listen they, they got that. to kev hardy they stopped them from fucking hosting the oscars mm-hmm. yeah. right because some shit he said 10 years ago but he could have fixed that too i think he thought he was white i think he thought that he had reached he learned real fast oh no for sit your black ass down <laughs> what's this shit? In fact, we're not going i'm to not have black i'm oj <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, nigga. <laughs> when you look at hip hop and you look at Nipsey, like what what impact does him dying have had on you? Because I know for me, I like I, I hate it. Nobody. I truly hate it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna explain why. Nipsey, he's he was my friend. Mm-hmm. Every time I seen him, we always used to talk about the business. And actually, like two days before it happened, I was on the phone with Nipsey, mm-hmm. and basically telling him like it's his time. Because I love Racks in the Middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's the best record you ever made, nigga. I'm like, yo, nigga, you getting better and better and better. And I and then I was like, yo, get on every one record and just kill him. And fucking you the top nigga in the West. I'm like, you the one. He's like, you think? I said, I know, nigga. You the nigga. Because you embody that shit. The mm-hmm. street shit and everything. There's no other nigga. Like, new nigga. I was like, it's you, nigga. It's you. And then they took his life. Mm. And it just reminded me about hip-hop and how much I love it, but... Hated it at the same time? Well, because you've been through the era of... This, this is what it is. Yeah. 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 It comes with the territory. A hip-hop nigga, if you in your own hood, they, they will want to kill you because they're just mad or jealous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And And... It's fucked up, but it's just that's what it is. Thinking thinking back over the years of you being in this business for as long as you have, and you, you, we've got the deaths of Tupac and Biggie. We've got we've got the big sensationalized um, uh, events that you know broke everybody's collective heart. What would you say is something like a really tragic event that happened that kind of was under the radar or kind of got overlooked or glazed over as history has you know kind of you know, been written, what would you say well, the, from your perspective? Off, off of hip-hop, just the moment when Philando Castile got murdered by the cops mm-hmm. and then Alton Sterling. Mm-hmm. 
And if you remember, Alton Sterling was the guy they had pinned. And yeah. They was finished, and the, the cop, ah, bang, bang, and killed them. Mm-hmm. That was horrible. No. Horrible to see. That was, and if you remember, they happened like maybe a few days apart. Mm-hmm. That was, that was something that I was like, this is crazy, and ain't nothing going to happen to this cop. Mm-hmm. That's when I was I was fucked up a little bit. Like the world is just fucked up, you know, for niggas too, just for black people. Mm-hmm. You know, goddamn well, if Tamir Rice was white and playing with a toy gun in the park, and some cops blasted him, they would never get away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I feared for my life. He's twelve years old, and why must you do chest shots and kill shots? You fit, shoot him in the leg. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh fuck, um, that's still bad, mm-hmm. but he's alive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? The Alton Sterling thing fucked me up because they had him. He he was he was pinned on mm-hmm. the ground. He wasn't moving. It's two cops, and it looked like an execution. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. Because he, what the fuck did you? Ah, did you, what was the what was the fucking three hundred raw for before you put two in his chest, dog? Mm-hmm. Did you wake up? Was your wife fucking a nigga? And you said, I'm gonna kill me a nigga today. Because my wife is getting fucking banged up by some fucking nigga. You understand? And, and, and what I say with police is we don't know what the fuck is going on in their lives. We don't know when they wake up what's happening with them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like all they got to say is my life is in danger and you're good. Yeah. Especially if you're black. Yeah. Yeah. My life was in danger. I killed them. So it all, all, the, all the difficulties that you had with law enforcement back in the early days of right. Murder, Inc. When, yeah. you know... Um, when you were getting arrested, it seemed like every five minutes, you know, the whole one million dollars bail and whatnot. Right. Would you say that you're you were mistreated by the cops as well? I like, was mistreated you? by the feds, not mm-hmm. the cops. Mm-hmm. The feds, the feds came after me because I was best friends with Kenneth Supreme McGriff, mm-hmm. and me being the stupid nigga that I am, I was not gonna say I'm not his friend or he's not my brother when he is. Mm-hmm. Right now, mm-hmm. he's still my brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they just came after me to deplete my funds because I would have helped him fight mm-hmm. his case. Mm-hmm. I paid his lawyer a half a million dollars. Then they did the, the Bruce Cutler shit and said that he can't represent him. So it was masterpiece theater for them to get him in prison. Mm-hmm. If they could have got me too, that would have been great. It's a bonus. But they didn't care. They knew they shit against me was so weak mm-hmm. that thing. But what they planned on doing is take every dollar from me, which they did. Mm. So he went at it with illegal aid mm. against the feds. It's not. See, and this is why I'm still. Yeah. I always try to ask Cardi to define racketeering for me because I don't. I've never heard that shit out here. These I hear are it words. In New York. Th- these are words that they just made up. Conspiracy, racketeering, and then they lump anything they want in it. Right. So you look at like a six nine. Do you, well, he's telling on everybody. Do you think he has a career? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga got in there and said, "Take this crayon off my something. face." These niggas, that nigga something. did it. He did it. She did it. Let me tell you something. And I try to stay away from talking about that guy. Because of who he's affiliated with? No, not, Ooh, not I no. No. It's mm-hmm. like we know we me and my brother, we knew them the Treyway dudes, mm-hmm. all the people he was with, mm-hmm. they knew us and respected us. Like mm-hmm. we know him. But he just be telling everyone, suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> he told Ebro, he said your mother could suck my dick. And Ebro <laughs> said, Yo, my mother is passed away. And he said, your dead mother could suck my dick. So these new niggas just have, so, they're so flagrant. Like, so I try, I try, I'm like, I don't want to say anything to jar him or whatever. Right. To, to say, you know, Nene could suck my dick. Yeah. Because then my life is over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. By the way, happy belated. Thank you. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Thank you. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I try to... You know, I'm. Well, I'm. Where do you think that? Because I'm I, I an do, old. I'm an older guy. I do not want to beef with nobody. I don't want no drama. Nothing. But I don't. Hey, do you think? Here, here's some good shit for six nine. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna when he comes out. I think he's gonna be the biggest rapper again. He can't have a career after this. You think? You think them little white kids give a fuck? Once he says, "Yo, they was gonna hurt my moms or hurt me," you damn right. I told on them niggas. The whole world, except for a small percentile like me, is gonna fucking say he's right. 
(laughs) (laughs) And he's going to walk around with a ton of security to protect his ass. And the the fucking crazy thing is as he started to know how to make records. Mm -hmm. His first records was just energy. When he did the record with Nicki, he got this record with A Boogie. You listen, you're like, oh, this nigga, he's starting to know what to do. Mm-hmm. So he's going to know how to come out. Oh, he mastered building the fan base. Making sure. a record. I think he's going to still be shitting on everybody. <laughs> he might even do a song <laughs> called I Snitched and still go platinum. Yes, yes. That's the fucked up crazy. I mean, I never looked at the legends. It's a different world. Yeah, like none of our legends shitted on other legends or... It's- it's a different world. Mm-hmm. It's a different world. I told Cardi when she came out with Press, I was going to do a song called Press as the press. <laughs> Fuck it. I mean, anything can go viral at this point. Anything, anything can go anybody viral. Anybody can be a one-hit wonder. Who knows what takes what people take to? Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to take the tales on July 2nd on BET. They sure Only are. on BET. And I've, and I've created this show. Irv, I've created this show, and I got your new number because I feel like I need a job, so I'm gonna go take some acting classes. Oh if you have a role, anything that you say, that, it's that no. nigga right there. No, listen. <laughs> don't, hate I the, give, don't hate the hustle, listen, Melissa Ford. No, listen. I'm not hating you. I give, you. I give, I give new actors and actresses opportunity. That's one of the things that I've, I do that I really like about Tales. Mm-hmm. I feel God is blessing me, and I'm gonna bless others and give them the opportunity and exposure. So the fact that you never acted or whatever, I don't care. If I see a role and I'm like, yo, Jason can play this role, I'll call you. I Melissa's will. gonna get a call. Thank you. I appreciate that. But here's the thing. Think outside the box with me. Don't don't make me sexy. Don't make me what everybody already thinks about you wanna, me. You wanna be jungle fever, Fucking Halle Berry, crack crackhead. So, so, it doesn't even have to be a crackhead. It could be like a a, a mom who's lost because I no, that's losing Isaiah. Whatever. Think about it. Think <laughs> outside you, you, the box. You with want me. something. I off, want something I can off, sink my fucking off teeth super into. Super sexy. Off of super sexy. Maybe, super, but you dumb. play super sexy so fucking well. Yeah, and be just maybe we could just make you look real comfortable. The original dumb. hourglass. Y'all remember the video? She would come. What was it? The first Jessica like, Rabbit. No, Je- the original <laughs> Jessica Rabbit when you fucking uh big pimping. Jason oh, yeah. Jay doing the little switch Wait. like this. It was like, what the fuck? Why weren't you? Would you believe I thought I was fat? What? I, I worked out and ran an hour a day for two weeks when I found out I got the gig because I was so intimidated by all the other girls on set being Why so didn't slim. Why you just I didn't. Because I, I, I just didn't. No, I really, I really was like so intimidated. You by hear this every all girl. the time by the hottest, the hottest motherfuckers on the planet, mm-hmm. and they tell you their insecurities. And now I look right? at the video and I was like, God, I was a stupid bitch because I was. You was on bad. fire. <laughs> You was on fucking fire, um, yo. Man. How come you weren't there? I was there. You weren't? Tra- okay. I was- but I just wasn't in it. No, I was wait. actually editing a, a, a video with hype. I was high as fuck. The yeah, whole everyone was high. Time. Everyone's high. Like, that was the way to do the video. Remember, there. hype had yo hype is so. He had crazy. like a plantation there. Listen, hype is so crazy. <laughs> Now, Hove, Rockefeller at this point is the cockiest, most arrogant niggas in the world. Right? <laughs> Everyone knows that, right? Hype has this huge fucking house it was and bad. got them niggas in like the Ramada. <laughs> <laughs> but hold it. All of the girls in the video, of course, is at the house. Yeah. So when Jay and Dame came with it, they wanted to kill this nigga, yo. <laughs> they were like, all of the fucking hot chicks is at ice crib, dancing around music, food, liquor, weed. And I was in a little room with Hype editing the Vita video. I yeah, I was gonna say Which I, they got mad at too. They like which but then it was Gotti, so they was like all good. But they was like, nigga, fuck are you doing working on this shit? Listen, we yeah. can go on and on because I forgot to even at, you know, as I was on the way over here, we hit damage our co our other calls and I said, oh Hey, so uh give me some you know, give me something I should bring up in the interview and I didn't know. I mean, the rumor has it that you've taken down almost every Instagram model that's out there. We can <laughs> no, save that for round two. No, maybe, maybe not. But no. that's, that's what I've heard. I haven't taken down every almost. And let me I tell you. Let me let me tell let me tell you why I haven't taken down <laughs> because it's like a community. Oh, for sure. So you know, Jody was my girl. Yeah. You know, nothing but love. And then Ashley was my girl. Mm-hmm. Nothing but love. But between those two. They wore you I'm out. I'm dead in no, I'm dead in LA because they know everybody. 
So any hot chick that you go to, like, you used to fuck with Jody. You used to fuck with that. And then One they, of those I'm dead. Taz Angel girls. Yeah. Ain't Ashley was. Yeah. She's she's cool. She's like nothing but good things. Super to say. beautiful. Yeah. And she's really talented as an artist. She's a super talented uh, painter. Yeah. Uh, and she could act. Mm-hmm. And she she she. Are is, we going to be seeing her in Tales season? Well, two? I don't, I don't know. She's going her path. Okay. And I'm going my path. So I I don't know. But maybe mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I wish her all of the best or whatever and everything like that. But that's not a she could definitely. That's not a true rumor that I've taken down. These bodies on Herb Gotti. Damn it. She, no Herb. And could. I'm looking for a wife. Uh, Are you really? Hell yeah. Really? Yeah, of course. Who don't want to share their life with someone? That's life, what I was saying today, Jason. Life, life is so fucking good for me. Like I have big homes. Fuck that. I can multiple somebody cities. Trying to come take half my shit. Then I'm. Well, I'm gonna. They're gonna sign a prenup because oh, I've sure. got divorced before, so I'm not doing that again, right? <laughs> but you didn't have a prenup before. <laughs> me and my man Nick Cannon, we had the most greatest talk because we both. Said with divorce, we we were simultaneously describing the room. So we was in the room, and I was like, "Yeah, it was a room like this." He said, "Yeah," and I was sitting this side, and she was sitting this side, and the lawyer. I said, "Yeah," and the lawyers is just going after your shit. Right. <laughs> and that's and in that moment, and in that moment when they're going after your shit, you realize this was never about love. Never. This was a fucking 50-50 joint venture that I signed unknowingly that I'm going to give you half my shit. So, so does the prenup say you leave with what the fuck you came with? You I'm ever see intolerable cruelty? I'm going to get the messy prenup, the impenetrable <laughs> prenup. Trust me, if I get married again, if I'm blessed to find someone that I truly love and, and want to spend the rest of my life with, she's going to sign a prenup. Now, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully she won't have to use it because she'll just be with me because I, I don't want to get divorced again. But if I do, I will have well, look the Look at prenup. Bezos. He gave his wife $65 billion. Uh, he had to. No. Did you know how long Bruh. they were married no. for? Fuck. No, it was, lo- it was more fuck. than that. Listen, I don't care. Listen, I'm oh. I, I'm thinking about killing her for that price. <laughs> you could get a hitman for a billion but dollars, like really? nigga. Well, you, you say he 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 could charter a jet and have that shit fall. But or wait, some shit. but wait, did you guys hear how much? I'm only joking, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm only joking. You, I'm not. If you're yeah. a hitman, call me now because if I think about getting married, my but did you guys hear how much of it she gave away? Yeah, half. She She's a dumb she, bitch. Okay. <laughs> on that note we gotta go Tales July 2nd Tales BET. July 2nd Brothers featuring Kanye West directed Fe- by Kanye Gotti. West featuring Charlie Wilson you can only hear the song if you tune in tune in and directed by right, Gotti we out of here peace bye everybody